The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast Hoping this uh, podcast goes a little bit better than that first half did for the Eagles. Tough, tough first half there, but I'm joined here with my uh, co-host Joel Meyer. How we doing, Joel? Yeah, doing pretty well. Uh, nice, nice weekend, especially in college football for me. Uh, absolutely killing it there, and the LSU Tigers are going to Atlanta. We won the SEC West, and we get to get skull fucked by Georgia, <laughs> most likely. But. Uh, Hey, that's pretty damn good considering uh, I have a hundred to one ticket for them to win the SEC. Uh, the SEC, so uh, yeah, obviously what we weren't uh, supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to like hedge that out or arb that out if you haven't already, right? Well, actually, from the beginning of the year, I bet Georgia to win the um, SEC just because I was going to hedge with like Alabama when they fought. So now I have tickets on Georgia and LSU, and uh, that's the matchup. So it's just a perfect, perfect result. So yeah, I can just put go. my money on Georgia, and I'll be good. That's why you're, that's why you're, you're the professor, Joel. That's 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 why there. All right, and uh, top of the show here. Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We got a whole bunch of stuff. We got World Cup stuff starting, uh, XFL, every sport's really going off. Yes, even baseball in the offseason, Joel. That's going to be kicking up here soon. And, uh, yeah, make sure you check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Had a lot of new faces in there, actually, over, over the weekend. We've got people throwing out uh, some props, some uh, other stuff going on there. So make sure you check out the SGPN Discord. And, as always, make sure you uh, subscribe and follow the podcast, Hockey Gambling Podcast. Just search that on your preferred podcast platform. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And make sure you feel, make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at hockey sgpn. All right, it was a uh, two things, two things regarding uh, baseball. One, <laughs> today I learned that you guys haven't even given out the uh, rookie of the year awards and all that shit yet. That was that was awarded tonight. That those are oh awarded, tonight like, okay. a few weeks after the uh, finals. That's weird. And secondly, uh, speaking of the uh, baseball podcast we got malcolm on the um the world cup podcast just listen to that today it's a very good listen couple englishmen there uh have some good chemistry so i recommend uh listen to that in preparation for the uh the best tournament in the world yeah i saw that launch it should be uh exciting uh starts next week what, what time are those games going to be like 5 a.m eastern I, I haven't looked up the time difference those are the earliest ones um it goes uh five then eight then 11 then two i think your time all right yeah make sure so yeah make sure you check out i believe it's the sgpn world cup podcast i believe that's that's what it's called if not you can just check everything out on the website or the app sg.pn slash app you can check it out there all right i had a kind of a tough go this weekend 
got tough on uh, props Friday. Saturday was was okay, and then Sunday got a little bit back. But you know, it's important when you get those those down days, you don't try to chase on the following days. And I I, I heard a little birdie told me have some have a uh, Professor Joel segment on that. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, we'll just get into it right now, I guess. Um, so we're gonna talk about basic bankroll management. As my um, computer <laughs> as having a seizure now. Um, so most important thing is discipline. I'm literally having to read this as it goes up and down. <laughs> okay, you could have the best bankroll management, but it'll mean nothing if you don't uh, stay in control. Uh, you can't be uh, doubling down to recover losses, like you were saying. Uh, nobody wants to go to sleep after losing money, but I can tell you it's a lot worse having to repeatedly reload your accounts because you stake it all on uh, dumb chase bets. Speaking personally, I used to have a, a problem playing blackjack when uh, drunk and fucked up on whatever <laughs> and would invariably nuke up my accounts, which I uh, basically learned in the morning. I had to relive the experience. You know, you go to sleep all just pissed off and miserable and you wake up and you see the accounts and they're all gone and uh, you have to relive it all again. So that sucks. Um, I almost wish that there was a some kind of breathalyzer that you could uh, use before you access the uh, casino part of these uh, sports books. Um, but in the absence of which, um, fuck, man, I can't do this. I mean, <laughs> it's like going up and down. I can't read it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the the, the the test to open the casino part of the app should just be don't open it because like you, it, it's very rare unless there's some sort of special or bonus going on where you really make money uh, on the casino. And if you do, you're like, okay, I'm just let me just play a few more until you know you go go back down to break even. So the, the casino has definitely been one of my uh, flaws in the past as well. Okay, I, I figured it out here. Um, Google Chrome is fucked up apparently. Anyway. I got it on a Word document. It always the backup <laughs> napkin, <laughs> the good old uh, <laughs> trusty napkin. The, uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the analog. Um, okay, so because there's no such thing as a breathalyzer, you have to use some self control. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you can't do that, then you just have to go to the source, which is why I had to visit the hell that is the help chats in all the books, all my books, in order to block myself from using the casino. So now I can't. Uh, use their shit if even if i uh even if i was drunk and really wanted to so but anyway i haven't had a problem chasing bets for years but uh because i could play blackjack 24 7 regardless of how drunk i am i had to do something to control it so responsible gambling good tip uh, um yeah any thoughts there i guess he already said it so yeah don't chase boys uh number two we're gonna set aside an amount of money dedicated exclusively to sports betting which is called your bankroll Obviously, you want to make it an amount that you can afford to lose if you have a bad time of it. Uh, then you want to figure out the size of your unit. Always a good uh, thing if you could uh, determine that from... Uh, <laughs> this isn't an ad. Uh, but anyway, unit size jokes. It should be about 1% to 2% of your bankroll. So if you have $1,000, your unit should be 10 to $20. You don't want to go over 2% because a bad run will quickly deplete your bankroll. And you want to reduce the harm that variance involved in betting can do wherever possible. Uh, yeah, you, you, I hate reloading accounts. I'd rather just let it sit there and uh, dip in and out and withdraw once in a while once it uh, starts to overflow a bit. Um, so, yeah, it's best to stick to uh, a set unit size, same unit size, regardless of what shape your bankroll is in. Uh, 
and then beginning is it's, it's easier to track that way and all that. Uh, but eventually you want to adjust to how you're performing, regardless of whether you're winning or losing money. You should recalculate that 2%, 1%, whatever it may be, based on how much you have. This way, if you're performing badly, you'll lose less money as you figure things out. And if you're doing well, you'll win more. So, uh, yeah, since this is just an intro to basic macro management, we'll leave it here. But eventually, you'll want to learn a more advanced methodology, which is staking different stake sizes relative to how much of an edge you think you have. The Kelly Criterion, we mentioned it in an earlier episode, it's a tool that will tell you exactly how much to bet. So if there's a game where uh, a team are favored by minus 120, but you think they should be favored by minus 150, Kelly will tell you exactly how much you should be betting there. So it, it might not be a 2% bet. It might be a 3% bet if you have a major edge. Uh, but again, that's more advanced stuff, something to learn as you figure out how to price stuff out for yourself. So yeah, that, that's just a basic intro. Uh, you can find out a lot more about this stuff uh, online, plenty of resources, and uh, come to the Discord and talk to me if you don't want to do your own research. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's always good stuff there. Just a few comments. I think a lot of people ask like what a unit size should be. And very, I think a very few few percentage of, of gamblers and bettors actually have a set bankroll, which is I think most casual bettors probably don't just because they bet whatever week to week. So a unit size should really just be whatever your typical bet is. If it's 10 bucks, it's 10 bucks. If it's 20 bucks, 25, you know, don't don't be like, OK, I just I just got a, got a big, big big winnings let me put put more on this it's whatever your your average bet size is whatever your i guess you're comfortable losing in in a bet and like maybe if you lose 10 units in a day you, you don't want to have that be impacting your your budget in real life or what you're eating that week you like make sure it's it's something you can deal with and also i think i think even a more basic uh bankroll management thing here is determining we've talked about this before i think some possibly on here or possibly just in the discord about like do you bet favorites do you bet one unit on every bet no matter what do you bet to win a unit do you bet a unit to win because because so, for me i bet if a if a team is minus 120 i'll bet 1.2 units to win one unit and if a team's plus 120 i'll bet one unit to win 1.2 units but then there's those bigger underdogs like the coyotes or teams like that where they're plus 250 i don't want to lay a full unit on that because i'm not confident but you know Go for the half unit. So I think stuff like that is more so what the the, the casual gambler is uh is looking for, and that's that's just what I do. Uh, I mean for our lock dog total, we just do two unit two units per lock, one per dog in total. So basically, figuring out what works best for you and what just makes the most sense in your head and what what you're most comfortable with. Yeah, the uh, the whole American system, the how they work their odds is is the traditional method with. Um... That's why it's minus 110. You call it uh, laying, um, uh, you have to lay $110 to win 100. That's why it's structured like that, minus 120, minus 130, whatever. It's, it's just to win $100. And uh, uh, obviously, you recalculate that to whatever your unit is, but that the basic principle is there. That That's how it all is all set up from the beginning. Uh, and that's, that's the way I generally follow, though uh, adjusting compared to different edges and uh, that kind of thing. Usually, uh, I go on the smaller side rather than uh, going deeper, just because, like I said, I don't like draining those accounts. I don't like reloading, so I'm a little more conservative that way. But there's different strategies to do so. Uh, more aggressive betters can just, uh, yeah, they can lay the, they could pay the full unit on a plus 200, and and uh, they got no problem with that as long as it's uh, uh, consistent. And but yeah, the most important thing, if you don't even have a bankroll, which I think you should have. Uh, it's always good to track your stuff, whatever, unless you're just degening out and whatever. 
like I do with some sports, honestly. Like I only keep a bankroll for uh, a few different sports, uh, and all the other sports about like golf, soccer, uh, what else would I bet? UFC, stuff like that. I just uh, do whatever. It's just a, a smaller stake size. Uh, but the sto- the sports I know that I'm good at and the ones that I pay attention to, those those are the ones where I keep a bankroll because um, yeah, those are the ones I want to win at and all that. The other ones are just more for fun. And uh, but yeah, yeah, the most important thing is really discipline. Like um, just don't chase bets, people. Don't go on tilt and uh, and uh, throw your whole account at something just because you're pissed you lost. Like I've been there before, like in the past where you, uh, let's say, uh, just a bad beat. Like a, that's the worst when you have a really bad beat. Like say the, you're on the Canucks, which is every freaking game they, <laughs> they blow a two goal lead. <laughs> I could see someone going on tilt uh, for that reason. But uh, yeah, the most important thing is just discipline, stay in control. Second most important thing is. Uh, is tracking bets and keeping that bankroll in good shape. Yeah, I only really track bets for NHL because that's what I want to know how I'm doing at and like if my picks are doing well and and what type of picks are doing well. And there's been a bunch of different uh, bet tracking apps out there now. Some of them do it automatically. Some of them you got to put it on your own. But I, I definitely recommend whatever you can find out there. Yeah, that was a good little segment there on some uh, bankroll management. Hopefully it can help you uh, win some more money and win some more bets. And speaking of win bet, why don't you go check out WinBet? Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Mostly 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, you uh, ready to get into this uh, nine-game Tuesday slide here? Okay. Oh, I love it here. <laughs> First game on the docket here is at 7 o'clock. We've got the Vancouver Canucks at the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. we got the odds hanging out here. Uh, Buffalo minus 120. Vancouver plus 100. Over under 6.5. The over is minus 125. The under is plus 105. I'll, I'll throw it to you right away here. we got you got your uh, Canucks. What do you think Vancouver is going to do here in Buffalo? Well, I'll blow another two-goal lead, I imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, tough, tough times here in Van City. It's... Uh, yeah, looking pretty rough for Bruce Boudreau. He's uh, likely going to be fired in, uh, in the short term here. Uh, it's just a matter of time, according to Elliot Freeman. But as for this game, uh, I, I don't really have a side here. Uh, both teams are in rough shape uh, and on pretty bad losing streaks. I know the, Cuc- the Cucks beat the uh, – what did they beat the other week? They uh, they beat the Sens. But other than that, they, their road trip is looking pretty bleak. Uh, just getting crushed by the Habs. Uh, <laughs> My Opa, he's like 85 years old. And he, even he's pointing out how the shit the uh, Canucks defense. Look, they're all over in the corner where the other guy's wide open uh, at an Italian restaurant there. Uh, 
but and the Sabres too. They they're on like a five game losing streak, I believe, including losing to the the Coyotes and other mm-hmm. riffraff. Um, so yeah, I don't have a feel for the side here, but uh, I do love the over. Um, Demko has been bad. Spencer Martin, if he plays, he's not any good this season anyway. And the Sabres goaltending starting to fall apart. Turns out the uh, the unsustainables are indeed unsustainable. They're uh, they're coming back down to earth, and uh, and their their goal scoring is too a bit, but. Still, I expect a lot of goals in this game, so over six and a half here is what I bet. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you on the over. Over six and a half, minus 125. Uh, Vancouver's gone over in six of their past seven. Buffalo in six of their past eight. On the year, the over is 11 and five in, in Vancouver games. So, I mean, and the one under recently was that 3-2 game in Toronto where the Pizal cookie guy was supposed to start, but Shogren started. But And that was only, if, if the Canucks tied that up, it was going over. So, uh, as far as the sides concerned here, I'm 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 going with the Sabers. Sabers are uh, four and five at home. Canucks two six and two on the road. Buffalo has a respectable expected goals for percentage at fifty percent. Vancouver's down towards forty five percent. So I think home ice here will win out, and, and the Sabers here at, at minus one fifteen, minus one twenty, is not a bad look at all. Going down again to 7 o'clock, we've got the New Jersey Devils at the Montreal Canadiens. The game is in Montreal. Canadiens are plus 145. Devils are minus 170. Over-under at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. This is a game here where I, I want to think the Devils are going to roll here, going on the road, even against you know nine wins in a row. Montreal, though, has, has won three straight, beat Pittsburgh in overtime, beat Vancouver, won in Detroit. And Montreal this season at home, they're five and three. That that's where they've done most of their damage. Um, so my only play so far is the over six and a half. I think both of these teams can score. Uh, Cole Caulfield's been great for them for Montreal. Uh, they've gone over in three of their past four. Scored five in each of their last two games. The Devils can can score in bunches. They put up four in uh, a lot of their last games. That six of their past seven, if not if not more than that. So yeah, the over. And then I I want to take the Devils. I'm I might wait to see what the line does or, or do some sort of parlay because I mean they have the best expected goals for in the league at 63%. Uh, Canadians down at 46%. Uh, so yeah, I, I lean to the Devils. I want to see what happens with the line though, or possibly get one of those those fancy parlays I put together. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the one thing that worries me about the Devils is the goaltending situation. We got a Kira Schmidt coming in again. Vanek still on the. Shelf, uh, Schmid played played pretty well though in his last two games in relief. So uh, yeah, I do I do fancy the Devils here even at minus one seventy. You have to pay a heavier tax to back them these days. Um, um, but yeah, the, the Habs are a, a feisty bunch as well. So it's it's a maybe a smaller play for me at minus one seventy. But uh, I do like the Devils here. I don't know. Yeah, the goaltending situation might might lead you to the over. If it were Vanacek in there, I would lean under. But with Schmidt, more of a wild card, I could see some goals here. The Habs, too, are, are kind of a, a Jekyll and Hyde team as far as goals score. They can have a crazy shootouts or they can have these these weird low-scoring games, which you wouldn't expect with their their decor. So, yeah, I, I like I like the Devils here. It's, it's probably the uh, the only play for me in this one, given the, the unknowns in that. Yeah, good point there. All right, going down another 7 o'clock game, the Washington Capitals at the Florida Panthers. Panthers minus 190 on the money line. Uh, puck line is plus 130. Capitals are plus 160 on the money line. Uh, puck line for them is minus 150. Over under 6.5, over minus 120, under plus 100. 
Uh, what are you thinking about this one? Uh, I'm thinking that the Panthers are actually uh, coming into good shape here. They're they're uh, they lose a few games here and there, which makes you uh, wonder, like uh, to the Coyotes and then to the Oilers at home. Um, they lose to the Sharks too, I think. One of those other shitty California teams. Uh, but their their numbers are pretty good. They're they're top three in a uh, course of four percenters, and they've had a fairly tough schedule, having to play the uh, the Hurricanes who they beat Lightning a couple times. So, yeah, Panthers are. are Bit better than I expected, but uh, yeah, uh, Matthew Kachuk has fit in there there really well. Uh, but at minus one ninety, it, it's a heavy price to pay. But the Capitals are uh, a, a true shell of themselves uh, with their injuries and whatnot, and some poor goaltending from Darcy Kemper as well. So I I lean to the Panthers here, but uh, maybe a smaller play in regulation, something like that. Um, yeah, that, that that's the way I'd look from this one. Yeah, Panthers are, are really getting up there in the expected goals for 57%, Capitals down at 46%. Um, it's even better when you look at the uh, spl- home road splits. Florida's 4-1-1 and at home with a 62% expected goals for. Washington's 2-5-1 on the road with a 42% expected goals for. And, I mean, we saw that differential between the Capitals on the road and at home in those back-to-back games against the Lightning. They, got, they beat them 5-1 at home, then lost 6-3 on the road. So I think here, Florida kind of has to be the play coming off that tough loss against Edmonton. I took them on the puck line plus 135, but I think regulation uh, minus 125 might be a safer play. Uh, Capitals last two losses were 6-3 and 4-1. Florida's past few wins, 3-0, 5-3, 5-3. So I think they should be able to get it done by two goals. But if you want to either do a parlay piece or just bet them in regulation minus 125, I think that's probably a, a safer play. Going down again, 7 o'clock, we've got the Dallas Stars at the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning are minus 165. Stars plus 140. Over under 6.5, over plus 105, under minus 125. This is one of those games where I, I'm not sure what to make out, out of this out of these teams. This is a uh, Stanley Cup final rematch from a few years ago. That's just uh, brought, back, brought back to mind here. But, yeah, Lightning bounced back at home with that win over the Capitals. They won 6-3. Uh, they're both right around 50% expected goals for. They both kind of had get-right wins in their last games. Stars just blowing out the Flyers 5-1 with the Flyers on a back-to-back. Um, so maybe just because that lean to the Lightning here, I think minus 165 may be a bit too pricey, but there are 4-2-1 at home. But, I mean, Dallas has been surprising just overall, 9-5-1 and and on the road, 5-3-1. and So a slight lean to uh, Tampa Bay, but I haven't really bet anything yet. Yeah, I, I took some stars uh, early on, but uh, numbers come down a bit. Uh, but I'd still lean. I'd still lean the stars here at plus and forty. The Lightning are are having a tough time, and they're 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 losing games that they they shouldn't be losing. And we're not we're not in the first ten games anymore. We're in the we're into double digits now. So uh, time for them to pull themselves together. Their their team is basically healthy, uh, especially relative to recent seasons where they had uh, somebody rather on the IR for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, and Vasilevsky hasn't been great. Uh, on the other side, Jake Ottinger's back. He's still top five in goal save above expected. So uh, yeah, I'd like the Stars here, plus 140. They've been the better team early on here, and I don't see any reason to lay this kind of price with the Lightning until they, they show that they're back. I mean, they're 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 an average team based on the numbers right now, and the Stars are a bit better than that. So I'll take the, the plus money here with the Stars. What did you get the Stars at when they opened? Plus 155. 
Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good value there. All right, going down, we got a uh, last seven o'clock game on the docket. We have Toronto Maple Leafs at Pittsburgh Penguins. They got Matt Murray's return here. Uh, Penguins are minus 105. Leafs road favorites here, minus 115, just slightly over under six and a half, over minus 130, under plus 110. I, I think I have to go with the Penguins here in this spot as a uh, quote unquote slight underdog here, just not being a favorite team, still minus 105. Uh, Matt Murray making his is it his season debut? No, he, he got he got hurt in early on. He he's he's 0-1-0 with a 4.05 goals against and 0.826 uh, save percentage. So yeah, going back to Pittsburgh, he'll have try to put up a good game, but I don't I don't trust Toronto right now. Even though they they beat Vancouver, that was a close game. Back to back losses before that. Pittsburgh coming back home after a uh, long road trip. They're three one and one at home. Toronto's two three and two on the road. Just those those splits right there for me. I have to take Pittsburgh here at only minus one hundred five at home. I'm going to take the Leafs here. Uh, Matt Murray coming back. I think that he's good enough. I mean they've been they've been winning games with Eric Schalgren, who is just an AHL goalie. So uh, I'm sure Matt Murray can at least uh, be as good as him. Um, yeah, this is a, a revenge game of last week, you could say, with the Penguins coming into the Leafs building there and uh, winning a pretty close one. And, um, yeah, Penguins typically do well against the Leafs. I know uh, Malkin has something like 67 points in 41 games against them now. So he's a bit of a Leaf killer. Uh, but that said, the Leafs are just the better team here. And uh, basically a pick and price. I like the Leafs as the better team. And, um, yeah, Penguins have been uh, hot and cold. And uh, I guess they're running a little hotter lately, but they still lost to the Habs on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, I don't think everything's fixed there. Meanwhile, the Leafs, yeah, they're just they're just a better team all, all the way around. Um, maybe not net. We'll see how Matt Murray does. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the, with, the, with the Leafs here. Yeah, that should be a good one. Probably the best game on the docket here, Toronto at Pittsburgh. But, uh all right, that's uh, best thing to do for your holiday shopping is, is to get it done early. And why don't you check out the SGPN merch store? The SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the D-Gen in your life. There's uh, plenty of uh, Hockey Given podcast gear. We got t-shirts. We got this nice hoodie here with the hockey laces at the top. We got that snapback I talk about. We got mugs. I talked about the uh, line of holiday items last time, Let It Ride. Everything like that. So make sure you check out the SGPN store for all your uh, holiday goodies. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code Dallas Sucks. Uh, speaking of something sucking here, we move down to the 730 slot. We got the Philadelphia Flyers at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Blue Jackets, they're both minus 110, a complete pick them here. Over under six and a half. Over is plus 100. Under is minus 120. Uh, Flyers lost six straight, uh, six of their past eight, or three straight, six of their past eight. Columbus has lost six of their past seven. The only win was against the Flyers at home, 5-2. Since then, uh, Zach Wierenski was injured in that game. Patrick Laine is now back out for three to four weeks. Jake Vorchek's already injured. Their list goes on and on. Almost as big as the Flyers with Couturier, JVR, Atkinson, Ryan Ellis and Wade Allison now. So this is just a, I, I don't know. It, it was it was nice to see the Flyers in person though for Claude Giroux's return game on Saturday, going back to that, even though it was a loss. Still, still had a good time there. As far as this game's concerned, I, I really have no idea because you can fade both offenses, go the under. You can fade both goalies and defenses and go with the over. And I think that might be what I do. Columbus has been an over team so far this season, over going 10 and four. 
it was a uh, five two game last time that went over so my bet here would be the over but i haven't placed anything yet are you sure the least penguins game is the best game on the slate <laughs> uh, are you i was sure <laughs> This one's lined at minus one ten. You know, you think that it's the closest game. This is the most. This is the closest game. It's not the best though. Yeah, I'm joking, man. Honorable this, mention. Uh, honorable is... mention. <laughs> yeah, if if you uh, are a true DGen, this is the game you'll have on the full screen. Shout out to Jong Lee. This is something that he would watch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like you. I have no idea what to do here. Uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, normally you'd say just take the under on two bad teams and hopefully they just find a way to slog it out and can't uh, execute. But in this case, with the Blue Jackets being in the game, uh, I'm not uh, interested in any under. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I haven't done it in a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a full old pass on this one. <laughs> a little pass game. Also, I was uh, on the Philadelphia Sports Table podcast show earlier today, ranting about the Flyers for uh, 20 to 30 minutes. Make sure you check that out at Philadelphia PST. I'll also be uh, re- retweeting that from my account as well as the Hockey Game Podcast account in case you want to hear more about my takes on the Flyers, which I'm sure everybody does. All right, going on down to the 8 o'clock game here, we have the Minnesota Wild at the Nashville Predators. Uh, Minnesota are road favorites, minus 120. Predators plus 100 at home. Over-under is at 6, or for only 6 on the slate here. Uh, over is minus 115. Under is minus 105. What are you thinking about those mild? Uh, other than fuck them, I do <laughs> like their their. Uh, I do like them to win this game. Uh, we keep expecting them to get to get a bit better. They are playing a little bit better lately, but um, not like last year. Last year they were uh, an analytical darling, having all the best uh, metrics, always in the top five and this kind of stuff, and uh, getting the money. And they are getting the money this year too, because people, like I said, they keep expecting them to get better and uh, improve as the season goes along. But they've been uh, hit and miss uh, lately. So, uh, but they, the Predators, meanwhile, are uh, are not great either. Of course, they did beat the Rangers there. That was a bit of a surprise to me on Saturday. But yeah, the Wild are the better team here, and especially once, especially until Saros gets it together and performs like we know he can. So the Wild here, I think, are pretty cheap at only minus one twenty. Just the better team, more balanced team, and um, yeah, like I said. Last week, I think the Predators are starting to cool off compared to last year. They had these uh, crazy breakout seasons uh, from Duchesne and Yossi and whatnot, and they're they're having a much slower start this season, that's for sure. So two slow starters in the Central Division, but uh, I think the Wild are the better team overall, so I'll take the them at minus 120. Yeah, I think on a side, I, I would lean to the Wild. I think I'm, I may end up betting them just because, the, as you said, they they are the better team. They have much more talent. And I do think the Preds are frauds. I, I thought going into last season, they wouldn't be that good. They shocked me by all their big players having career years, and now they're not getting that, even though they shocked me on Saturday, too, going against my lock, the Rangers. Rangers outshot them 35-18. Nashville still won 2-1 there. Um, but my, my best play here would be the under Minnesota is, is one of the best under teams in the league. Uh, nine of their past 10, including six straight have gone under, uh, Nashville also a pretty good under team. They've gone under in most of their recent games. Saros is better than he's shown. Marc-Andre Fleury is still playing well. He's probably better than his 905 save percentage. So I could see a, uh, hard fought kind of Western conference matchup here, even though now I'm looking, uh, all four meetings last season went over the total. So I could be completely wrong, but I, I, I'm leaning to the under here, under six at uh, minus 105. 
And yeah, I'll, I'll ride with the uh, with the wild with you. All right, going down to 10 o'clock here. We have the San Jose Sharks at the Vegas Golden Knights. Golden Knights, huge home favorites, minus 255. The puck line is plus 100. Sharks are plus 215. Uh, puck line there is minus 120. Over under 6.5. Over is plus 100. Under is minus 120. I- I'm really tempted to bet on the, the Golden Knights puck line in this one. The Golden Knights, they just... They just keep they keep winning, even though they, they had a tough loss to the Blues. I think they're gonna gonna bounce back big. They have to had to lose sometime, and now after that loss, they're gonna be focused against San Jose, who I th- I think still views them as a rival after their uh, playoff series uh, a few years ago. So Vegas thirteen and three overall, five and two at home. San Jose's five nine and three overall, four and four away though. They're better away than they are. Uh, at home, they've won two straight, so maybe that's a angle to take there if you want some value on the Sharks. Uh, Vegas, I think if I take them, it'll be the puck line at, at even money. They, they beat Vegas. They beat uh, Buffalo 7-4, Montreal 6-4, so they're capable of scoring goals. Or possibly I might just look at a uh, Vegas team total here because Capo Kakinen, save percentage is 878, goals against is 3.7, and they've allowed uh, quite a few goals to... Stars scored four, Blues scored five, Ducks scored five. Ducks are one of the worst teams in the league. So, yeah, I think Vegas team total will probably be my best play here. Yeah, the number is creeping up here on the Knights. Uh, um, makes the Sharks a little bit more tantalizing. but And like you said, that, that rivalry, I forgot about that. Um, makes the underdog a little bit more enticing but yeah I, I still think that you got to find a way to attack the knights you're just a much better team uh logan thompson is having an excellent year six i think in goal safe of expected and meanwhile brimer is, is he's doing okay he's, he's about average but the knights just a better team uh up and down the lineup of course the the sharks they're old for the most part and they don't have too much uh youngsters with firepower coming in there meanwhile the knights they have jack eichel who is uh the best uh heart candidate in the west maybe other than uh mcdavid and mckinnon possibly but uh, he's having a hell of a year uh yeah a bit of a tough loss there to the blues but uh, i was on the blues there so uh good for me and <laughs> but this one is, is a good uh bounce back spot with the sharks um coming in after a bit of a, a wild win of their own pun unintended Ooh. they're in minnesota yeah yeah they had a, a comeback win and in, uh, in uh, dramatic style there so yeah give me the knights here uh the team total is a good look i personally parlayed today's uh hurricanes game with the knights so hopefully the canes finish it off here against the blackhawks but yeah if uh if you find another big favorite then, then you can do it that way um yeah other than that maybe the uh black line regulation or whatever you know how it goes yeah, team total over three and a half is minus one forty-five, which is, which is kind of juicy. But I mean, they can definitely score some goals, especially at home. And did want to pat ourselves on the back a bit, especially you. You called out uh, Logan Thompson for Calder when he was what like fifteen, sixteen to one, if not higher. He's down to uh, six to one. He's only behind Matty Benares at plus four fifty. Then I looked at the Hart Trophy odds, and I saw Jack Eichel is still thirty to one, which I thought was high. But then I looked at where he is in the point standings. I mean, he has 19 points in 16 games, but McDavid is has two points per game right now. Drysaddle has 28 points in 16 games. Pasternak's been incredible. Jason Robertson should probably be in the conversation. Maybe, what what are his odds at? Let's see, let's see what he's, he's got. He's, he's 40 to one. That's not a bad look if you like the stars, but yeah, that's 
hopefully he can keep scoring. Eichel can keep scoring, and uh, the other guys can slow down a bit for for the sake of my heart bets there. Yeah, it's like uh, the uh, the Calder for me is is Matty Benares versus everyone. I got Perfetti behind him. I got Logan Thompson behind him. I got uh, Shane Pinto behind him. So it, it's it's me against Matty Benares, and eventually I might have to just hedge out and get something from it. But who knows? He'll probably cool off eventually, right? Uh, just like the crack can have a bit. So. Yeah, or uh, Shane Pinto can stay hot. I know that he's mm-hmm. uh, he's got like eight goals now. So uh, yeah, yeah, I got him at twenty to one. So I like that a lot. I added more on him too. His book was slow after he scored a couple of goals, so I added some more. Fourteen to one. Okay, good for me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, you, you also got Stuart Skinner there, then called her at fourteen to one. So maybe they, maybe they think uh, Edmonton will take over the job. But yeah, we got yeah. the uh, the la- I mean. You want Honestly, get... that's the best look on the board right now. I'm not, I'm not doing it myself, but Stuart Skinner is, is. Uh, if I had to make a bet, if I had no bets going in, Stuart Skinner would be the, the one I would add right now. I just think they can't give the net to him. What is Eichel's or uh, Campbell's contract? I'm looking, looking it up right now, but I think Dude, it's too much. Jack Campbell's a big pussy. Okay, he walks a cat on a leash. Hey, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's something wrong with that. There's something a little screwed they, there. But... They gave him $25 million, and they're not going to bench him. They're, they're just not. They may yeah. have to make up an injury. Maybe he's not going to be feeling too well, but I don't know if they can bench him. He's a 1B goalie, and the B stands for beta. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to get down to this uh, final game on the slate so bad? Let's get down to the final barn burner here, 1030. Or is that 10 o'clock? Uh, yeah, 10 o'clock. D-Gen special here along with the Sharks, Golden Knights. We got the Detroit Red Wings at the Anaheim Ducks. This might be the game of the night here. Red Wings road favorites minus 120. Ducks plus 100. Over under 6.5. Both paying off uh, minus 110. Close us out here. I don't have a strong feel for this one. The, the Red Wings, I think, uh, are the better team here. Maybe a little value there, minus 120. But uh, I like the over 6.5 here better. Just... Uh, Interconference game, non-conference opponents. I, I, I like goals in those kind of matchups. You know, just uh, sloppy hockey. Uh, nothing too tight. Nothing too physical. They don't hate each other. They just want to get out there and get their cookies, their apples, um, get their points on the board. Um, style points. You know that Ducks and Zegers are co are all about that. And uh, yeah, the Red Wings too. They got some uh, some youngsters there with the point to prove so i like goals in this one with with both teams being over teams in general and uh, neither goalie performing particularly well this year although there's a big gap between uh huso and delkovich if i remember right and john gibson is a uh, who knows with him <laughs> he could be the old john gibson or he could be uh you know john gibson we saw the first few games so over six and a half here would be the one i would look at yeah, I think the over here is the best place. It's just shocked me how bad Anaheim has been to start the season. I mean, they're on pace to they're they're the worst team in the league right now. They're on pace to get potentially the number one pick and add Connor Bedard or another young stud to that stable they have with Zegers and Drysdale and everyone else there. But for this game, yeah, I think the over is a great look. Both goalies are horrible. It's it's just going will be going back and forth here with goals. Um yeah, as far as the side, Detroit is the better team. Minus 120, definitely not a bad look there. Uh, they won, or they lost in L.A., 3-4, uh, 4-3, tough, tough loss there. So maybe, you know, going down now to, to Anaheim, they can be like, okay, this is a bad team. We can just go out and beat them. So I'd lean to Detroit, but I'd probably just just take the over there to, to play it safe and root for some goals there at the end of the night. All right, um, a lot of 
kind of iffy games here. We didn't really have too many consensus plays between the two of us because, well, partially because half of these games just pretty much suck. I mean, the Flyers, Blue Jackets, uh, this this one we just talked about, the Golden Knights are, are too big of a favorite, no, the Wild Predators. But we did have a few we agreed on, I believe. Um, Vancouver Buffalo over six and a half, minus 125. Both said that one. Yep. Um, Florida some way. I, I found regulation minus 125 at home. Can roll with that. Uh, and then the only other one was the uh, Vegas team total over three and a half minus 145, if we want to go with that. Yeah, that's fine. It but doesn't matter because I've been told no one even tracks these, so we're just throwing these for the listeners. So, yeah, that's uh, going over what, what we talked about. Those were, I think, our strongest plays that, that we both agreed upon. Um, so, yeah, and if you're looking for any additional picks or any other sort of information or just a nice friendly group chat, why don't you check out the uh, SGPN Discord? Always a good time in there. You're you're just losing money if you're not in there. So go to sg.pn slash Discord to uh, join us there, and hopefully we'll see uh, a bunch of new faces. Yeah, a whole bunch of uh, Avs fans showed up out of nowhere and a couple of Red Wings fans. We even have another Leafs fan all the way from mm-hmm. Portugal to shout out to uh, – Daniel, I think his name is. I don't remember. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's it's, uh, it's a blast. And there a whole bunch of different people showing up and uh, asking good questions. Yeah, and we uh, continue to appreciate your support here at the Hockey Gallon Podcast. So uh, make sure you are followed and subscribe and you leave us a uh, five-star rating and review. Just search for the Hockey Gallon Podcast on whatever platform you are listening on. If that's Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. And Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. I know, yeah. You got anything else you want to touch on here before we close it out? Oh, yeah. We, we even had a shark in there speaking French to somebody from France. So Oh, no. Was, he's, he's, is he, is he, he, he transitioned to something else. I'm not sure if he'll still oh, be that by the time this the, is published. The otter manatee. He's, or uh, yeah. One mega manatee. Please, okay. please, well, please give, call him his proper name and give him the respect he deserves. Well, giving him respect. He knows French, <laughs> it's a noble language. And, uh, yeah, we had a guy all the way from France. Like, I didn't know the French watch hockey, but here we are. You guys can uh, get a better team, though. I don't think even the Germans are much better than the French. Yeah, you got Pierre-Edouard Belmar. You got the Flyers and That's Avalanche true. legend. True. Come on, show him some respect. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. Joel Mind is finally telling the sports folks to research a way to get a breathalyzer under the scene so I can play some fucking cut again. Oh, yeah.